when you're choosing between Interchange Plus and tier pricing, what you're really choosing between is. Okay, so I wanted to ask you the question about the um, what pricing type I can make more money um, being independent partner because I don't work at the bank anymore. Sure. Uh, interchange or um, tier. Tiered pricing. Depending on what it, merchant, how merchants are bigger and merchants that are smaller. So sure. What, which, what's the best pricing to choose for those, you know, for, sure. for both? Great. Yeah. So it's a great question. Um, a lot of newer, uh, a lot of newer agents and agents that are making that switch are trying to figure this out. Um, so the first thing to understand is now that you're independent, you have this payment processing business. And like every business, we have our revenue, we have our expenses, right? So the first thing you have to understand about choosing between these pricing structures is that the expenses are no different. Your expenses are no different. So in other words, you have your schedule a cost that you got from your processor. Those schedule A costs include, you know, the interchange fees, right? So let's say we have a merchant, they process $10,000 a month in, you know, processing volume. It's a pizza shop or whatever. Well, let's say that their interchange cost is like 2%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a $200 cost. You are going to have that $200 cost regardless of whether you do interchange plus, tiered pricing, flat rate, surcharging, cash discounting. It doesn't matter. You're going to have that same cost. Um, same thing with things like the card brand fees, the dues and assessments, or, you know, you probably have some schedule A costs of a per item cost and a, you know, bin sponsorship or whatever. So the first thing to understand is for cost, it doesn't matter at all, which one you choose. All right. So then the only question becomes, which one am I going to get more revenue? Right. Well, the interesting thing there is it actually is totally dependent on how you price it. So if I do interchange plus 90 basis points and a 25 cent transaction fee, I'm going to make a lot of revenue, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I do tiered pricing and I have a blended qualified rate of 1.49% and I have very low mid and non-qualified, then I'm actually going to bring in very low revenue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the alter- the opposite could be true as well. What if I do interchange plus five basis points and three cents? versus tiered pricing with a blended rate of 2.5%, you know? So the answer to your question is, um, it actually doesn't matter. It depends on the level that you're doing. So when you're choosing between interchange plus and tier pricing, what you're really choosing between is simplicity versus transparency. Mm. So simplicity versus transparency. So what you're going to find is most of your larger merchant accounts, they're going to want interchange plus, not because it's cheaper, but because it's more transparent, you know, the statement actually shows here are the costs. Here are the fees I'm charging you on top of the cost. So it's very clear how much money you're making. And that's what they like. Cause they want to, they want to know what's going on. They want the transparency, mm. the smaller merchant. It's funny. Like tiered pricing is becoming less popular because it's even simpler to go flat rate. You know, why give them three rates? Just give them one. It's 2.95% or whatever. And because then it's the, it's the simplicity, the smaller merchant says, I don't want that complicated statement anymore. I don't want to see 50 different lines on the statement. I just want something really, really simple. So, so ultimately the question is, you know, simplicity versus transparency, simplicity with tiered or flat rate, transparency with interchange plus. Um, Then the other question then becomes, how do you price it? Right? Like, okay, so what pricing do you use? And this is one other one where there is a really big difference between the two. You know, interchange plus pricing is a lot more complicated for the merchant because when they get their statement, you know, it's like 
all these things that are confusing to them. Yeah. But it's actually simpler for you because you know exactly how much money you're going to make, right? You're going to pass through the cost and you're going to add X. Well, whatever X is, that's what you're going to make. When you're talking about tier pricing or flat rate, especially now we got to be really careful that we understand what those underlying costs are. So let's use an example. I know agents that have sold a coffee shop on flat rate pricing at say 3.5%. So they said, you know, 3.5% across the board. Well, they get their first residual statement and find out that they owe money. They didn't make money. They, they lost money on the account. They owe money back to the processor. And they're right. like, how is this possible? Three and a half percent seems like a good amount. Well, in that case, the coffee shop has that really small average ticket size. And there are certain per item costs that are going to be there. So if you have, you know, the Durban Amendment, if it's like a regulated debit, it's going to be 22 cents. Plus right. there's going to be a couple cents for the card brand fees. Plus there's going to be a five cent transaction fee or whatever. Well, all of a sudden you got 33 cents of cost and they somebody might spend $2. Exactly. Well, now your cost is 15% on that transaction. You're charging three and a half. So what I would say is, you know, the only place you got to be careful with, with these two is for, from your perspective. So the merchant, they're smaller. They probably want simplicity. If they're larger, they probably want transparency. So that's easy. For mm -hmm. you though, making that decision, be careful. If the average ticket is like below 15 bucks, you got to start being pretty careful about doing, in, about doing flat rate or tiered pricing. Um, you got to make sure you have some per item uh, fees in there because if you don't, that can really eat your lunch in a hurry if you're not very, very careful or you're not running it through a tool, statement analysis tool or something to to make sure you know what those costs are going to be. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because what do you think? Have, Any other questions on that one? Well, yeah, because I have a customer right now, for example, that his blender rate is 1.98. Okay. So I guess they're using a lot of debit card, you know what I'm saying? and. Mm -hmm. So their blended rate, 1.98%, that's the qualified. So for those of our viewers that may not know, the blended rate means we're talking about they have qualified credit cards and qualified check cards or debit cards. They're a signature debit. They're putting all that together. But then what's their mid-qualified and non-qualified? Do they have additional, is there like a bump there? Well, actually the rate is 1.45, 2.29, and 3.5. Those are the rates. Okay, sure. Yeah, so do they have a per item fee though on the blended qualified rate? They have two fees, 10 and 15. 10 and so 15 cents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what they're doing there is they're using that, you know, so they're charging 10 cents and 15 cents. So they're charching 25 cents on everyone. Yeah. So confused. Yes. So, you know, that kind of pricing is super profitable because they're always going to cover that 22 cent per item fee if it exists with that 25 cents. Mm -hmm. So then that 149 basis points, is going to be almost all profit on debit because remember those debit transactions mostly are going to be at five basis points or 0.05%. That's the cost on most debit, you know? Okay. So it's 22 cents and five basis points for most debit transactions. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I would say if I was you going after this one, what's, what's their average ticket size? 40. 240 bucks. Okay. So um, a couple of ways you could approach that. If you want to go in there with maximum savings and transparency, go in there with interchange plus, you could give them a pretty high one. You could probably go interchange plus maybe 40 basis points and 10 cents. Um, and you would still save them a lot of money, right? Um, obviously, I'll, I'll do a little plug, but you know, if you go to getisoamp.com, um, you could just upload the statement. We'll do an analysis for you and get, it, get your first couple for free, but we'll show you exactly what that profit would look like. Um, the other option is you could say, hey, look, I'll simplify this even further for you instead of you having these different rates. 
um, why don't we just do a flat rate of, you know, 2.15% and, you know, 25 cents you know, or something like that. So if you, as long as you still have that, that per item fee in there, because again, you're not passing through the interchange cost. So the only per item you're going to get is whatever you charge them, right? So you want to have a pretty high per item right there. So if it was me, I would go in there and just either say, again, depending on how large, if they're a big one, I would probably go in with interchange plus 40 and 10. If they're smaller, um, they're doing, you know, 20,000 a month or less. I'd probably go in and just say, hey, look, I can simplify this for you. You know, and I would look at their effective rate and I'd say like, let's just take it down to 2.15 and 25 cents across the board. You know, but something they, like that. Effective rate is 1.98. That's their, oh, that's their overall effective rate. Okay. So they're doing almost all uh, debit pretty much because. They don't care going up with me. Right. Um, they said, I don't, we don't care. Like they don't care about savings. I mean, they didn't say that, but like I, I got that from you them. You just got to get them matched up and you're good to go. The 2.15 and 25 cents, I cover the 22 cents, which they're going to use a lot because they have right. the debit. Right. And with the with with rate. Okay. Yeah. So the only thing that scares me a little bit about going to flat rate on somebody like that is keep in mind the reason that the cost of running their transactions is so low is that whenever you have a transaction, so, so again, we have a $240 transaction. Mm -hmm. The cost for you, your cost is going to be 22 cents and five basis points if it's regulated debit, which it sounds like it is a lot of the time. Well, if you run the math on that, I don't know what that is, but it's like, you know, 30 basis points of cost. I mean, it's very, very small. So the problem for you though, is if you go in there and price some flat rate right now at, you know, 1.98 or 2% or something and 25 cents, well, what if that month you're looking at was a fluke? What if the next month they start running a lot of rewards cards and corporate cards and all of a sudden those are two and a half, three 3%. Very quickly, your profit margin starts to shrink. Um, so you know, given the fact that they're not concerned about price as much, they just want to go with you. Why not just match what they have? Yeah. Then if the debit is there, that pricing is going to change if the debit's not there. If they're running more of the rewards cards, it's going to be mid and non-qualified. So now mm -hmm. you're protected. Your margin's going to be protected in that case. 